0: Hello, it's me, the Mushroom who sings the Velvet Room theme in the Tim Curry Time Warp. But listen here, this episode contains an almost complete plot synopsis for the Book of Boba Fett. But don't tell anyone I told you, okay? Five, four, three,
1: two, one. Piss.
0: <laughs> 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 Fucking Jojo's bizarre adventure soundtrack starts playing. Space. I've got something. That I need to mention because I've needed to mention it for a while. Okay. And just important updates have happened about everyone's favorite bounty hunters and whatnot. Yes. But I need I need to talk. I need to have the shit that I had as a kid, but no longer have, and just remembered out of nowhere. Corner.
1: Ah, uh, so like gormitties
0: were. Like like gormitties were, but. It's slightly less of a rabbit hole, hopefully, because I just wanted to bring up that I had I had a money box as a child that was uh, a bit of Phantom Menace merch. Ooh, we love a Phantom
1: Menace merch.
0: Yeah. I also had one with, like, a Ghastly on it, the Pokémon Ghastly. I had
1: that. Yeah. I had that one. Whereas Ghastly's just sitting on top of, like, a little hexagon yellow. He sat on of top yellow. of it, yeah, and oh. it
0: had little nodules on the sides of it so you could attach other money boxes with other Pokémon on yeah, it, theoretically. we
1: both had the Ghastly
0: one. Both had the Ghastly one, and I loved him because he's a little sphere that I enjoy.
1: I love it when you get a creature on a thing. But when I was a kid, my problem was that if I got a creature on a thing, I'd just want to have the creature on its own, so I'd usually try and break it. <laughs> I I have no need of the thing, please. Only creatures. It's like, um, you know the free hymn ball? Yes. I had those, and I used to try and chew the, the, the creatures out of them. <laughs> I vividly remember the taste of creature boy
0: (laughs) free them Mm. free the creatures but I mentioned the ghastly thing first because that was sort of the you know it's just a ghastly on a hexagon and I had less to say about it because it's very self explanatory I want to talk about the Phantom Menace money box that I had which worked on a similar principle Okay, because it was Darth Maul was on it and this was, like, a big Darth Maul. Like, a, about a foot tall, I want to say.
1: A like, chungle Darth Maul. A chungle a
0: maul, as we call it in the business. Chung maul. And the thing, the thing about it is that you'd press a button on the money box, and he'd wiggle around. It was an animatronic Darth Maul. Nice. And he'd do all of his wiggles, and... The way it resembled the ghastly money box was because he had two nodules on either side of him. Where the corresponding Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi money boxes...
1: Oh, so These I were could...
0: huge fucking things, bear in mind. Like, the amount of room you'd need to have this all set up.
1: They could but have a fight!
0: They'd, they'd act out the fight and all the, the music was playing, going... I don't think it was Duel of the Fates. It was. It was uh, like I don't remember which why one it would was. to be you not Duel of the Fates? Well, a lot of interesting decisions were being made all around in terms of what audio was playing because, like, he had. I assumed the other ones did as well, but he had lines that he'd say. But the thing about the, the problem with that, as we is established. That, is that Darth Maul doesn't really have any lines in the film. Mm. So he'd press the button and he'd just say, if the trace was correct, I shall follow them quickly, Master. <laughs> because he had no other
1: lines in the film. <laughs> they couldn't even get a voice that to say, I'll kill you, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, with my gun, sword. Like
0: maybe he said it but like, i don't even remember him saying at last we shall have our revenge which like of the that. three lines of the three lines he has one of them being yes master you'd think that'd be the one but no it's him talking logistics with his <laughs> mate with his mate palp Palpatine. of teen
1: oh palpiteens Mr. Palps. Our buddy, fan of Deflector Shield. I'm afraid the Deflector
0: Shield will be watching your career with great interest. <laughs> Funny. Funny jokes funny Palpatine-based jokes forever. I've got a really funny Palpatine-based joke, but it's so fucking niche, and I have no natural means of deploying it, but one day, oh, one man. day circumstances will align, and I will unleash the most devastating Palpatine humour the world has ever seen, and I'll probably get a medal.
1: Oh, you, it, like they do in Star Wars Episode 4, when they get medals like doing, Yeah. It. That's good, They get
0: medal They get medals in it. Princess Leia puts medals on me four times for mm. my services to joke.
1: I love joke.
0: And then Darth Vader says, Oh, I wish I had one, but I did be an evil. And then he spends the next two f- films thinking about how he didn't get a medal and that's why he betrays the Emperor at the end. Mm. Is he just sort of suddenly you decides he wants a medal now?
1: Me a cool medal.
0: You never gave me my funny metal circles. My my metal
1: good job coins. I really like shiny things.
0: I see you have constructed a new not giving me a medal. <laughs>
1: No disintegrations or not giving me a medal either. Give me one please, Bob of Feet. So he says Yeah. <laughs>
0: he says that to Bob of Feet and then Bob of Feet looks at him and says, Wasn't wasn't I Emperor Palpatine a second
1: ago? <laughs> yeah. And then it's, it's like one of those. And
0: Darth Vader says, just wait till you get to the sequels. Everyone's fucking Emperor Palpatine. Mm. <laughs> Not fucking Emperor Palpatine. You know what I meant, Bob of Feet.
1: Unfortunately, nobody ended up fucking Emperor Palpatine. They nobody fucked Palpatine clear. even once. They made it very clear that it was no fucking was involved in.
0: Yeah, JJ J. Abrams looked dead in the camera and said he didn't fuck. Mm hmm. He didn't fuck, and he doesn't say Palpatine's name, but he's holding a picture of Ian McDermott. Mm.
2: It's
0: uh, environmental storytelling, we call that. It's what Bloodborne did in every level. Mm. Yeah. I also had a big Lego battle droid. Oh, that's fucking good. A big man, and he was like... I don't okay, so I don't actually know how long a foot is, but certainly
1: <laughs> but like, the, when you look at it, the thing you think is ah oh, when in i it.
0: if i if I were to put a a really long sandwich, our favorite long sandwiches mm. next to this large droid that it would probably yeah, the droid would easily have been taller, mm. and he was made of Lego. And you pressed a button in his back, like he had a sort of like a hammer anvil set up in his back, so you push it in, and it flips a mechanism round, and he flops out and stands up like they do when they're oh, coming off of the transport that's ships. That's the
1: best thing they do in it, and then they never did it again. They never it, do it again. It's so good! Like, you watch them all, like, coming out and unfolding, and the music's going... Wah, 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 and it's so it's good. It's like... It's consideration has
0: been made for, like, practicality in that scene. Like, this is an efficient way of moving a large number of droids around, and somebody thought about that.
1: Josh, I need to apologise to Uh, you and to the fans. I just, instead of singing the song that plays when they deploy, I sung the song from the arena in episode 2 instead. And I want to say sorry. I should have gone do... But instead, I did um, the the arena theme from episode two, which is similar but not the same.
0: Mm. And Might I imagine just... they had similar motifs for that mm. reason. Mm.
1: I just I just want to apologise because I know that uh, people will be disappointed in me if I don't address this and I, we may still, will... I may still uh, receive some kind of backlash, but I'd like it to be known that I do feel very sorry for my actions. We,
0: w- we would almost certainly have been encased in barbed wire had mm. you not issued that retraction, so thank you for doing that, because I don't like barbed wire particularly.
1: It would have been really cool, though, if uh, the battle droid theme, instead of just um, being of just being du They'd actually gone... Battle droid, battle... Battle droid, battle, battle <laughs> droid... Battle battle droid, battle, <laughs> battle droid... It is a time for battle droid... Oh... I can't... <laughs> you make me remember it
0: now! <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting it to be quite so gung-ho about it <laughs> it's so good so for those of you who don't know which I, some of you may have guessed and like well done because certainly you've been given no context <laughs> but um, the, the book of Bobbath and Feet has ended on a high note
1: mm. like all the other episodes just said hey and then <laughs> like it's sort of the sort of thing you dare in Witcher right it's very
0: witcher-esque, mm. like this which weird is... epic fantasy soundtrack yeah, for *Bobath and Feet*.
1: To be honest, it's weird, but I I like it. But mm. then they decided to pull the fucking stops out for episode seven, and instead of the "Hey," it goes Fuck <laughs>
0: and then it was that was the moment that immediately. Like, because it sets your expectations for what the rest of this is going to be like it like it sets the scene
2: because
0: mm. I thought maybe like it'd be i mean like I wasn't expecting the music to be so dramatic in the first place, but you know, I thought it'd be like slightly breezy, but it just immediately starts
1: off fat, <laughs> <laughs> and then the the fact that they used. Boba 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 Fet it's incredible I literally I literally died and then was resurrected by how good it was
0: this fucking like again witcher-esque fucking dramatic high fantasy Tune that sounds like you should be fighting a manticore while it's playing mm. and it's just going da ba da ba da boba fet mm. Like they forgot the words <laughs> fet. fat, Fet It's so forceful <laughs> Imagine insisting on this
1: I'm so glad that they did insist on this. It's brilliant. Gen- it's brilliant, and I don't know why they
0: did it. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it.
1: <sighs> I just keep thinking about it, you know? Yeah. To be honest, that entire series, I, I was lukewarm in my reaction to that original episode, wasn't <laughs> I? Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that the rest of the series ended up being a series of what the fuck, I love this, and what the fuck, why did they choose to do this, was most of my feelings. Mm. So generally, what the fuck was, like, the overarching theme. It's just whether I was what the fuck positive or what the fuck negative. What the fuck derogatory. <laughs> um, And one thing I will note is that Robert Rodriguez was the director on multiple episodes of this <laughs> series. And what's his name? I've forgotten his name. The guy who plays um the, the the man what turns up in Spy Kids but is in the gory films and I can't think of his name or the actor's name. Uh, yeah, The one that Robert R- Rodriguez always has in his stuff.
0: You say Spy Kids. The only per Now, I need you to understand. Yes. If it's not the guy... If it's not Machete, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about Machete. I don't recall this real name though I knew it at one point.
1: Mm. Well, the Machete guy is in the series as a a rancor trainer. (laughs) And that's the moment I knew that Robert Rodriguez had turned up because that was the first episode he directed in it. (laughs) And he was just like Mm, they are uh, wild beasts but loving, and you can tame him and ride him if you are diligent. And then uh, Bob- Bobby Feet's like, Hey, I'm Bobby Feet, I really like this. And then he, he hugs Hello everyone, it. I'm Bobby Feet, eat your breakfast. Hey, mm. I'm Bobby Feet, abstinence is key. <laughs> Oh Robert the Feet I, I, As you can tell I got him in the studio for this Yeah The actual Bobby Feet
0: The actual Bobby Feet Hey oh, here I'm here us. right now Thank you for being here right now Bobby Feet Tell us about how many feet you actually have in real life
1: Some of them Oh fuck <laughs> Wait, did, they, did they add more for the show then? I got a funny book out Go watch it on disney Plus I'm going to go now and teach abstinence only sex education in a school somewhere. Bye bye. Excellent. I'm
0: eat. Wonderful. Hopefully that fails and he falls in a hole.
1: Oh no, I fell into the sulky pit again. <laughs> the sulky pit <laughs> So speaking of the sulky pit, mm-hmm. uh, you know how I said that it died in the first yeah. episode. I was wrong. Oh God, does does it climb out of the flames? <laughs> oh, it just—it seems like it just sort of, um, it just sort of spat him up when he set it on fire. Because uh, it—you think
0: alive. the the thing is, you think the Salak pit's gonna die, but then it remembers a panning shot of Camino. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so he, he, It turns back up when Boba Fett goes to try and get his armour out of it. Uh, He goes to look for it but he doesn't know yet that Cobb Vamp, the Tatooine cowboy has already got his armour because the Jawas all took it. Mm. For some reason he thinks that his armour would be in there. Despite the fact that he got out and yeah. fell asleep in his armour and then woke up when the Tusken Raiders came and got him. Like you do. And he, he thought, oh no, it must have slapped my armour back up or something like that. Well, he goes... c- clearly what the, the first thing the
0: Tusken Raiders always do is fling Boba Fett's armour into the Sarlacc pit.
1: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he goes looking for it and he's he's like... Sorry, the rats all just went on a little rampage there, that was that noise.
0: Good, I support their right to go on rampages
1: mm Um. But yeah, he's, uh, like, angling Angling his ship down into it, because he's got. Oh god, stop it! <laughs> We're spoofing. Um, yeah, he's angling his ship down to have a look at it with his light, because he's gone and got his ship back. He's stolen it from, uh, Jabba's Palace, where it was. Hmm. And then he goes there. And he's angling a light into it, and then it grabs on. And then Fennec Shand who's his, his mate, who is he's, uh, he's helped at this point because she got shot in the Mandalorian series. Yeah, and then oh, at the right end in of the, the end...
0: Mandalorian series.
1: Yeah, and and when when she got shot in it, uh, mm-hmm. like a figure in Tusken Raider robes uh, was stood over her, and then she came back later with Bobby feet, so we knew that he saved her but in this we show it's shown that he takes her to like this uh cyborg mod parlor like wild crazy cyborg mod parlor where the guy's like Mm. doing like crazy uh fun uh body modding on people
0: fantastic nonsense yeah Mm, yeah
1: and there's a whole sequence of that uh but yeah so she's there with him Mm. and then the sarlacc suddenly uh like goes, Ah I, I hate you and grabs the chef and won't let <laughs> go. And so, um God damn it Why? You're I, you squirt
0: him drawing your anecdote. Don't,
1: you don't need to, you don't need to. <laughs> why? <laughs> Mocker why do you keep chasing Tater around? Malka keeps chasing Tater around. Can't believe this um, prison. So Shan's in there as well, and she like climbs up to hit the button. Mm-hmm. And can you guess what button it is?
0: Uh, the Burn Salak again button.
1: No, uh, you you watched. Do you watched do Sword Blades recently? come out
0: of the side of the ship and cut and cut the tentacles off?
1: No, it's the best thing. It's the best thing possible, yeah? You watched yeah. episode two recently.
0: I don't know why you were under the impression that I had watched this thing.
1: Episode two. Star Wars Oh, the, the two. film. Yeah, the, the film. film Star Wars episode two. The film. Okay. Remember, you remember when they're in the ship chasing Obi-Wan? Yes. Chasing slash being chased. Yeah, like that whole sequence. Do you remember the fun minds? You they fire go, a fun mine in blah, the sarlacc yep they fire the fun mine it falls into the sarlacc's mouth like andodongo <laughs> and then it does the <laughs> blah, but, un- <laughs> but underground inside the sarlacc <laughs> and there's like a shockwave through the sand around it and it's so good that's very
0: good I <laughs> they, like that
1: they properly dodongo the sarlacc
0: well, someone was bound to.
1: It's so good. <laughs> Honestly, basically everything that's uh, that's Bobby Feet related in the series, I think is really fun. Like, it goes absolutely silly with it the entire way. Hmm. And then, and this is perhaps the most baffling thing they could possibly do, they've had episodes of... Uh, they've had four episodes at this point where Bobby Feet in the past where he's uh, learning about how the Tusken Raiders aren't like evil, they're actually just people and he ends up joining their tribe Mm -hmm. and becoming mates with them uh, and then protecting them from evil gangs and things Mm. until the gangs uh, killed the Tusken Raiders just do it anyway yeah it's all sad well he goes to confront the uh, like leader of the pike syndicate which is one of the ones off of the clone wars they're the fun ones with the masks that turned up in solo as well good and they're like fishy and that he goes there and he's like you will pay us protection money and they're like oh we can't because we're paying protection money to these biker gang and I was like okay I'll go and sort this out and he goes back and it's like they framed it to look like the biker gangs killed the Tuscans but obviously it was the, the syndicate because yeah. like yeah um but yeah he, he goes off he goes off into the desert then and that's when yeah. he goes and finds Fenix Shand and all that stuff I'm telling the story out of order but yeah Spoilers yeah. for the book of Bobby Cat <laughs> funny book, um, but yeah, in the present day, is <laughs> and like the present day stuff, I really like it, but it's also like a mess. And see, this is this is the thing, and I think this is why I've liked this series so much more than a lot of the more recent Star Wars stuff. It's because it's just doing whatever the fuck it wants. It's like what I said before <laughs> about Phantom Menace and that. Yeah. Just going fucking weird with it. So he's first of all he's like, "I am now the leader of Tatooine, or Tatween as he always says it." Tatween, yeah. Tatween on the daimyo, and he's going around, going around the town, and they're like, "Why aren't you in a letter like Jabba was?" And he's like, "I will not do this. I will walk around because I'm really cool." And then, um, and there's an assassination attempt on him, and he gets mm-hmm. away with it. And it turns out that uh, there's two huts, the oh, twin, no. the hut twins, who've come to try and, because they're like, oh, we're just coming to take over the territory now that everything's settled down back home after the power vacuum that Jabba's death left. Mm. And they're like explaining that, and one of them. No need got... to you concern
0: yourself with any of that. That mm. resolved itself.
1: Mm. One of them's got a, uh, a a big hamster that he keeps using to wipe the sweat off himself. <laughs> a bigger live hamster that he's got in his little hamster pot to the side that he picks up and just wipes the sweat off himself. That's terrible. <laughs> and then, uh, and it's like set up like they're going to be the big threat. And then the next episode, they're like, oh, it turns out the Pike Syndicate's already moving into this area and we don't want to cause any trouble with them. So here you go. Here's a rancor to say sorry for trying to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Because, oh, yeah, at this point, they've also sent another assassination attempt from Black Cassantin, who's a fun Wookiee from the comics. Lovely. Lovely.
0: I but, love a fun wookie from the comics, mm,
1: but he he managed to get away with it because of all the friends he's made along the way so far. I have, what of the real assassination attempt? Mm, yeah, it's like he's got his two Gamorrean guards who are his mates. He's got mm-hmm. some of some of them the body modders, who also <laughs> uh, drive fun like uh, mopeds, hover mopeds. What you do? Mm-hmm. And they all. And Finnishan is there as well, and they all help him to not get killed while he's in his little pants from the Bacta tank, because <laughs> just, like, takes him out of his Bacta tank and flips him around the place.
0: <laughs> Doesn't think maybe shoot mm. him while he's in the tank. Mm. There's but, all this
1: Bacta in the way. There's no mm-hmm. point. But then he lets, he lets Cassantin go, and later on. He, uh, he goes and Cassanton's uh, all upset and he's in the bar. And because he's a Wookiee, and you know, the Wookiees and the Trandoshans don't get on because the Trandoshans enslave the Wookiees, yeah? Mm. You know this.
0: Yeah, of course I know this. It's I'm the, here.
1: the the Lizard Fellas. You know the Lizard Fellas, like Bosk from Empire Strikes Back, the other bounty hunter in it. Of course I know all of these yeah. words. Yeah, Bosk. Uh, he's one of them, but he's get there's some of them just fucking about near him, and he gets angry and uh starts attacking him, and then then rips one of their arms off, and it's great. And then Bobby's like, Would you like to come and be my friend now, even though we had a fight? And he's like, mm, Yeah, okay, we'll be friends now, and then.
0: I know we've had our differences, yeah. but we've seen you rip a man's arm off in a bar, and that's very fun. It calls mm. back to when somebody else lost their arm in a moss cantina in the famous film. We all like the mm. famous film, the first one of them we although, saw, so please although, be my friend tonight.
1: Although this one's in Moss Espa, which is the town from episode one. Oh, shit! Yeah. Uh, So he's their friend now, and then... Mm. um. They're basically preparing at this point for all-out war with the the Pike Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And he's got all his mates there. He's convinced the other gangs on Tatooine to stay neutral, which obviously by the end they don't, because, like, obviously. But then he's like, "Um, we're going to need more muscle. And then the Mandalorian's theme starts playing, and you're like, okay, they're going to get him. He's going to come. And he's
0: going to have our, our fun shared universe mm, event
1: And then the next episode Can you guess how many seconds Bobby feats in the next episode of the book of Bobby Feet Ooh, Bobby Feet's funny book uh, 23 Lower 14 Lower 2 Lower
0: He's not in it, is he? He's
1: not in episode That's... five of Bobby Feet's funny book. <laughs> it's such a good episode, though, It's the thing. But it's an episode of The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian pamphlet. Yeah, he's there, and he, he has such a good time. He goes. He finds his old Mandalorian mates, hmm. and then they. They they make a little suit of armor for Baby Yoda for him, because at this point he's this point he's not got Baby Yoda and he's feeling all broody about it. Hmm. Um, and then they find out he took his helmet off once, and that's against the creed, so he gets kicked out. Oh, um, no. and then he he has to take a passenger liner to Tatooine. <laughs> to go and try and buy a ship off his mate from the Mandalorian who's a weird weird little curly haired lady who loves building ships has the pit droids from episode 1 good Uh, just like a whole gang of them that are all fucking about like they do and mm. and uh, she's like "Oh, I dated a Jawa once but not again cause they're really hairy <laughs> and it's so good she actually talks like that. <laughs> uh and he's like Well I didn't get the ship you wanted, but I did get this and can you fucking guess what ship it is? Um Is it Is it somehow the Millennium Falcon? No, it's a good one, not a not something that would make me groan. Because right. I, like, I
0: think funky. I just thought that would be brilliant if the Millennium mm. Falcon had somehow ended up on this planet, and then in a dramatic like space fight scene, maybe it gets hit by a laser and flies all the way to the planet <laughs> where it eventually is found by Ray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. what ship would make me the most excited possible? Always in the booster Starfighter. It's in the booster Starfighter. Yes, I fucking
0: love those.
1: They're so good, and he's they they modify it and stuff, um, including where the R two D two bit is. They instead put a baby you, the little baby seat <laughs> bubble for him to look out. <laughs>
0: I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But aren't the astromechs like there to serve like a really important mechanical purpose? Yeah, and you've essentially just put a
1: pram in that bit now. <laughs> yep. Okay, good. And then he takes it. He takes it out for a spin. He goes. Uh, oh, I completely, f- I completely forgot a really good thing. <laughs> so when he first arrives at Pelly's uh, workshop. She's getting attacked by a womp rat, which you, you've heard of womp rats if you've seen Star Wars, but this is the first time we see one womp. on the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you remember my um, you remember my Wildlife of Star Wars book from the Episode 1 era that I yes. showed a bit of. Yes. It's the womp rat design from that, none of the other ones. They <laughs> use specifically the weird, like, grody design from that, and I love it.
0: Weird grody rats yes
1: Mm, but yeah so i remember that because another one appears during this sequence but can you guess where he tests his flight first can you guess where he goes does he come back to the fucking
0: sarlacc pit
1: no he doesn't no it's not the
0: sarlacc pit in this (laughs) (laughs) game
1: that would be good yeah
0: any time he gets a new toy, his first order of business well, is right. Well, isn't... can it kill the Sarlacc?
1: But well, this is a different guy. This isn't Bobby Pete. Remember? Ah, they're all linked. They're all linked <laughs> by the book. Well, can you guess where would make me the most excited for him to go and fly around in on Tatooine? Oh, oh, the fucking Pod Racing Circuit! Yep. Yeah, he goes around the Pod Racing Circuit and the. Bits of Subulbus pod racer that blew up is just there. Because <laughs> <laughs> on a planet full of
0: scrappers yeah. no one looked at that and thought There's a few bob in there.
1: Mm. Oh no. It's so good. He flies around the canyon Dune turn. <laughs> then he fucking, he goes up into space and he gets caught by the cops and then he's got a special go fast button that he used to get away from the cops (laughs) the cops are
0: like oh no, he's gone fast we are somehow unprepared for this
1: yeah Uh, and then he he flies past the uh, the same uh, jet like passenger liner that he rode on and there's a little baby Rodian in it who looked at him when he was in it, and he just sort of waves at it.
0: Still in there. Yeah, apparently he's still in there, yeah. Lives on the passenger liner.
1: Yeah. uh, And then, can you guess what he... Well, Pelly asks him how the flight was when he gets back, and can you guess what word he uses to describe it? Wizard. Yes. He does. They got... They got Pedro Pascal to say wizard. (laughs) (sighs) And and then at the end of the episode, uh, Fennec-chan turns up to hire him. And he says, I'll help, but first I gotta go see a little friend. And you know he's going to see his mate Baby Yoda.
0: His mate Baby Yoda is gonna get all the guns they need.
1: So, at this point, you might be thinking, okay, so they've had this interlude, he's going to go off, and he's going to do this, and maybe we'll see that in Mandalorian Season 3, yeah. considering this is such an important thing. Yeah. So the next episode starts. Can you guess how many seconds of the sixth episode of The Book of Boba Fett that Boba Fett is in? Oh, 29 maybe a little less than that, but around that. Roughly 29 seconds of bobbly feet. And in this case, he just like, he's just like, oh, we're at war with the park syndicate. Remember that plot line on here. (laughs) These are the
0: stakes, don't forget.
1: Yeah. um, Because most of the episode is fucking... This is the episode I didn't like out of all of them the most. Well, hang on. Because it's mostly the Mandalorian goes off to uh the planet where Baby Oda's with Luke. Yeah. Uh and most of the episode is him waiting around to be able to see Baby Oda. Ahsoka's there for some reason. And then it's just a Sort of nightmare deep fake Mark Hamill hanging out yeah, with Baby this,
0: Yoda. This got talked about a lot. Yeah.
1: And it goes on for so long. They're just fucking around. And then eventually, fucking Mandalorian's convinced to just fuck off without seeing Baby Yoda, but he, he leaves his little set of chainmail for him. <laughs> chainmail for Baby? Mm, and then he goes back to Tat-Tween. Uh, but then at the end of the episode, the like ending thing for the penultimate episode of Book of Bobby Feet is Luke saying, uh, this is Yoda's lightsaber here, and this here is the Mandalorian's funny suit of armour for you. If you choose the lightsaber you get to be a Jedi and if you choose the suit of armour you gotta g- go back and hang out with your dad and then it, it ends. And there's only one episode left of Bobby Pete's funny book. So they've so so
0: weird robot Luke has assessed that this baby Yoda is force sensitive then.
1: Yeah, he's been doing Force shit. He, he's he's he was been doing,
0: doing the Force, okay.
1: Yeah, he's like, he was doing like Yoda Force jumps around. It was great. <laughs> he's doing
0: this, put all his points into sprawling. Mm,
1: and then he's like, he has his memories unlocked, and you see all the clones killing Jedi in front of him, and he's just like, there being a baby. <laughs> but yeah, but he's like. Yeah, do you want to learn to be a Jedi, or do you want to go and see your dad instead? Mm. So that's the end of that. And then
0: that's... And then...
1: Yeah. So, we pick up. And the stakes have never been lower, considering... We have just been on a two-episode detour in a seven-episode series to shit that just didn't need to be in it maybe the mandalorian episode would have been a fine interlude that's yeah. fine it was a good episode it was my favorite of it although i will say
0: ordinarily if you have i say ordinarily i'm basing this entirely off the like cw arrowverse shit mm. that i used to be really into until it got way too convoluted because of this exact thing Where, Mm. like, they'd have an episode in each, and, like, you'd watch them all and it'd give you, like, the full arc. But, like, each individual series only had this, like, snippet of events, so you had to go between all of them to get the full story. And, like, I'd rather all the relevant bits be in one place, to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: Because, like, but, especially like if- at the point where there were, like, eight different fucking competing series. Mm. Like, it just got too much. Like, I saw that, you know, I was watching uh, Black Lightning back when I had Netflix, and then I saw, because I didn't know that that had been, like, roped into that shared universe, and then I saw, like, it's episode of their big, like, multi-part arc, and I was like, oh, fuck, I have to not watch this anymore as well. There's another one lost. Great.
1: (laughs) Well, in this case, at least it's only currently two shows. Yeah. And they did explicitly say that it was going to be, like, a a side story continuation of the part of the Mandalorian so most most people should have seen it. Yeah. Oh god, I just oh, I forgot a different a different thread that is also here. You oh, some, the threads? Have you ever, you've ever, you've watched some bits of the Clone Wars, right? Uh the animated show? Yes.
0: No, I just read Darth Maul's Wikipedia.
1: Oh okay. Okay. Well so you don't know about Cad Bane then? I don't know about Cad Bane, no. Cad Bane, yeah. he's, he's another bounty hunter. Who I will
0: break you. Just kidding. Um
1: He actually <laughs> sounds like this. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. I I'm a, a big cowboy. cowboy Figuring I could outdraw you things like that. He's yeah. like a He's a cowboy, but he's a blue alien. Yeah. I've seen a screenshot. He also um, basically took over raising Bobby Feet when he was a kid. Uh And his reasoning for that, and this is very good, his reasoning was (laughs) that if he made sure that Bobby Feet was as good a bounty hunter as Django Feet and then fucking killed him... He'd prove once and for all that he was better than Django Feet because <laughs> they were outstanding. Uh, so yeah, at the very end of uh, the that episode, he just he walks up because uh, Mandalorian's gone back to Tatooine. He's yeah. gone to uh, Cobb Vanth, who's the one I told you about before, the cowboy yeah. sheriff. Yeah, he's gone. You lot, can you come and help us because we need even more people to help us here. And there's like twenty people in this town. Uh, and they're like, okay, we'll do that. And then out of just walking out in the fucking desert, here comes Cad Bane. <laughs> and he fucking shoots Kelb Vanth. To what end? To stop him from helping in the fight.
0: <laughs> but just but isn't the point of his vendetta that he specifically and no one else has to be the one to kill Bob? Boba Fett?
1: I. He's been hired by the Pikes as well. I, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So then the next episode rolls about, and we're back. We're back up to speed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the. The bar where Kassantin pulled the guy's arm off got got blown up. Oh, no. And and there's another fucking thing I forgot to mention. But do you know who was inside that bar? Uh, The one with, like,
0: a weird quaver-shaped, like, hammerhead shark head from the first movie.
1: No, there was... It's Figrin, Dan. Figurin' Dan from Figurin' Dan and the Modal Nodes. The galaxy's greatest jizz whaler. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in there and he gets do, 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 fucking do, do, do killed. Himself. He dies. He dies. No! How dare they? He's fucking dead. Luckily, Max Rebo, the little elephant fella, who had been in that bar earlier on, He's not in there <laughs> when it blows up. They oh, was well, sure to least... make sure he wasn't there. At least he's okay then. Yeah. So I don't think anyone could have coped if they killed off Max Rebo. Not
0: Max Rebo. No, certainly. But we can all fucking go jizzless for the next hour yeah. long.
1: Yeah, figuring down and the... At least two of the modal nodes were there.
0: That's that's been a modal node massacre mm. and i i don't know who wanted to see that cuz certainly i feel like this it sounds like they've just had fun doing whatever but i feel yeah. like this mostly exists as a project because they figured people wanted to see it and i feel like the worst thing you can do ...in a situation like that, is go around killing off the mogul nodes one by done. One do you know by done! Worst, do
1: you know what the worst thing is? What is the worst thing? I couldn't thing? see anyone talking about this online. They've just fucking forgotten about him. Yeah. yeah no one was talking about how Figrin Dan was killed. Ungrateful.
0: Yes. Years of service.
1: So the beginning, the beginning of this final episode... Mm-hmm. Oh, Bobby and his mates are all—they've all gone to that bar, and it's exploded. And they're like, "Oh, this is such a horrible thing. The, the Pikes have started the war now." Mm.
0: I uh, guess that's why Fig and Dan had to die—is to establish mm-hmm. that the Pike Syndicate are truly evil.
1: Yeah. Um. So they're there, and he's like we will go back to the palace and fortify that for the battle to come. And one of his mod friends is like, oh no, you can't do that. I'm I'm a street rat, but I sound like this. And she's like, you, you can't, if you leave the people, then I'll leave you. And he's like, we will make our stand here. And then uh, they're like, nobody will find us here. Uh oh nobody will get here without us knowing it and then guess who turns up without anyone knowing it.
0: Wouldn't be the older the older the older the older the older Pike
1: syndicate and affiliates uh, would it? Might it be uh, it's, it's just Cad Bane. Just Cadbane? And he's like we can sell this here and now, Boba Fett <laughs> And he's like um it's like uh you, you're a you're a killer now, leave. And you're like, a cad, Bane. And he's like, Well, like that the, the slimy slumbo calling the slum blood slimy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that exactly, but. You're in space,
0: don't forget.
1: Mm. And then he's like, Well, have a fight now. And Fennec Chan's like, No, don't have a fight now because you're all angry and shit because it. <laughs> As well, he's, he's Bane has also revealed to him that the Pike Syndicate were the ones what killed his mates. All his
0: Tuscans, yeah.
1: Mm, yeah. So she's like, don't do it here. And <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll be fixing for a fight later. And then he leaves. So, uh, <laughs> I guess in fairness, he was outnumbered in that
0: moment, mm. which I'm not sure why he came alone in that case,
1: you, he said I, don't go trying anything. I have back men too, so uh, not the Batman, yeah, but I figure it I, he probably like he wasn't fancying his chances there, regardless uh so he he fucks off.
0: <laughs> the last thing I heard was about how. Cad Bane had Funkus Bunch and the Backmen oh, okay. with him, the second best jizz players in the galaxy.
1: <laughs> so yeah, he fucks off, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Okay, so the the is properly getting started now. We'll send all our fellas out to to scope shit."
2: Yeah,
1: I accidentally dinged my glass filled with uh, paint water. Then, so that's what that was. Good. Um. And they like, Kersantan's going here, and the Gomorians are going here. And they point out that these the districts they're going to are the ones owned by each of the other crime families, who said they remain neutral. And mm-hmm. can you guess what happens?
0: They don't remain neutral anymore, do they?
1: No, they don't. They fu- fucking start attacking everyone. And nah, man. Do you know what? The, the other saddest deaths in the series happen now. Oh, no. There's two little Gamorian guards who've been his proper mates the whole time they get fucking pushed off a cliff by dog fellas (laughs) and Cosanton's getting all like swarmed by Trandoshans and the mods are getting the mods are getting in a fight a a shoot in fight with the uh, the walrus fellas from the first one you know Mm those guys like the one who got his arm chopped off yeah and it's all going like ah, oh, it's going tits up now so but bobby and that have to go and try and help and the mandalorians there and they're all gathering everyone up everyone except the gamorians who are definitely dead because they did fall off a cliff yeah um which to be honest for a major Star Wars character, that is no guarantee of death. Yeah, no, like, precedent's been set. But, these With the guys, right metal legs, they yeah. may yet be saved. I just, I doubt it for fellas like that.
0: Yeah. God, and, uh, thank fuck Max Rebo's okay.
1: Mm, so yeah, they, uh, they end up all sort of gathered together in one place, and then who shows up, but all of the people from Cobb Town, even though Cad Bane was like, they are going to be a problem, because he took out their leader. And obviously they're like, okay, you took out our leader, so we're going to come and help, because... <laughs> we've we've like,
0: formed a dictatorship of the proletariat. Yeah. And we're going to bonk you a naughty.
1: Yeah, and then... So, it's ended up with, like, six mods, maybe 15 people from... That town, which is called Freetown, but it used to be Moss Pelgo. They changed it. <laughs> um, And Bobby, Kassantan, Fennec Shand, and the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And this is their army. And they're consistently getting attacked by roughly 20 pikes at a time. And you can tell that this was filmed during COVID. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> and like, sometimes one of them is like hurt or something, like Cassandra gets hurt, and Bobby goes out and helps him mm-hmm. uh, and calls him Santi. It's a bit like chewy, but for, yeah, yeah it's good. Um, you remember, uh, don't you, audience? Yeah. And they're all helping each other and then it cuts to, uh you remember the weird lady with the pit droids? Yes. Cuts to her and what arrives in her workshop but a X-Wing fighter.
0: <laughs> Naturally, got to get one in and there. And
1: there's no one in the cockpit and she's like, oh officer, don't worry, I got my papers and stuff because obviously she thinks it's an cop.
2: hmm
1: but no one, no one's driving it. And up the top is R2-D2. And who, po- who pops the fuck out but baby fucking Yoda. Babith and Yoda. And he's wearing his little armor suit. <laughs> and he's chosen to go back to his fucking dad. So she's like, oh yeah, we're going to get you back to your dad. And so they go Hurrah. off. They go off and they get in... And yeah, they turn up when uh, the fighting's happening. Because at this point, the pikes are sent in giant droidicas. Fucking big old droidicas. big wheels. Yeah, except that, unfortunately, because they're big, apparently they don't roll, so they're just walking along going. Pew, but what's p-
0: the p- p- point p-
1: then? Design something that looks more sensible. <laughs> They're a bit different, but they are basically big, non-rolling droidecars. They got the shields, they make exactly the same sound when they shoot.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And they're causing a whole mess of trouble. Bobby Feet's gone off. really causing a ruck. Bobby Feet's gone off, he's like, oh, I'm going to get backup. And they're like, but there is no more backup, we only had 20 people. (laughs) And he's like, no, I've got something, don't you worry about it. Uh, And then he's gone off. And everyone's just trying to not die. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mandalorian's trying to beat up a droidica, but he's doing fucking horribly. And then, oh, man. Uh, and then, Peli turns up in a rickshaw with a droid piloting it, and he's like, <laughs> i got a present for you." And he's like, "I'm being chased," and they they ride away on a rickshaw. I, haven't even, I never even touched on the fact that there was an extended uh, chase sequence uh, in a previous episode where they were trying to get the the aid of the mayor of Mos Espa who'd sided with the uh, syndicate. Ah, is this
0: when he says, tell the mayor I'm here now?
1: Yeah. Excellent. I was wondering. Oh no, sorry, that's a different time. Sorry, oh, he was, he's trying to get... He's trying to find them there, and the guy was goes into the room like, okay, I'll go get him for you, and then he obviously gets in a speeder and tries to leave. Yeah. So the mods will go after him, and there's an extended sequence, which is, like, full of every single chase sequence trope, including he get, he ends up... Uh, they go through a painting, um, and this is... A, it's a painting of uh, Jabba's Palace with Jabba in it and that, but they... they go through it as it's being carried across the road
0: and a painting's being carried by hand and mm, yep. Tatooine streets
1: Yeah, and all every single possible thing you could imagine happens and he ends he ends up by crashing into a, a cart full of fruit <laughs> and that's does how an, he's caught
0: does an old lady cross the street and he has to break suddenly
1: Yes, I'm pretty sure that does actually happen.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm glad.
1: Um, but yeah, that's happened. that happened earlier. So where was I? Oh yeah, that this, this is another chase sequence, except yes. it's, a, it's a fucking fat-off-troideka going after a rickshaw. That can't roll. A rickshaw <laughs> with the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda in it. They, they did
0: a chase sequence with the Droidicus that specifically couldn't roll?
1: Yeah. And it's shooting at them, but it's fucking awful at shooting. Please tell me it's walking really fast with its little legs. It is. Excellent. It's got a big eye on it as well. It's a bit different. Instead of having (laughs) the face like it's got, it's got a big eye. And it takes them quite a while to realise that that's the weak spot, even though it's a big glowing red eye in the middle of it. It uh, takes most of the episode actually for them to. Fuck me for sixpence. see, um, so yeah, so that's good. And he's like, What are you doing here, my little baby boy? Uh, and yeah, they're hanging out. And then, uh. Then. Uh, guess who shows up on the fucking Rancor? And they could have had. During those two episodes that they decided not to do Bobby Feet, they could have had, like, him actually doing that because they'd established it's going to be difficult to learn to ride the Rancor. You got But then he shows up on it and it's fucking good, but also they should have probably showed it happening. Well, then you wouldn't get the surprise reveal. But then he's 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 on the Rancor and the Rancor fucking... I
0: was going to ask what happened to the yep. Rancor because he seemed to have been forgotten for a while.
1: It did. Act, it did show up briefly when they were having the meeting with the crime families. Like they had okay. the, the dinner table was over the rancor pit, so he he tossed it a snack, and it it yeah. spooked him. All. I'm glad that it got
0: some use because I've got to be honest. When the when the surviving Huts gave him the rancor, it felt like an apology less to the character and more to the audience. Mm. Like the huts were going. Look, we know you thought this was gonna go somewhere. Yeah. But here's a rancor that you recognize instead. And if nothing had come of that as well, I'd have laughed so hard i shat blood.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know he's he's riding it. He's riding his rancor about he. Uh, one of the droidicas he squishes. Sorry, they they're called Scorpitech droids, which is a stupid name. And it's calf, yeah. <laughs> Scorpitech droids. Uh, ScorporTech, <laughs> it squishes its um, its shield so hard that the shield starts to break, and it has to uh, put its shield all the way to the front where the Rancor is, and the Mandalorian happens to be behind it, so he goes and fucks it up as well. Hmm. And so the rancors are having fights with them and the Mandalorian's having fights with them, and everyone's having fights with these droids, yeah? Yeah. And then, finally, the Rancor uh, does actually go for the weak point and squishes its big eye, crunches that, and that's how they win. Mm -hmm. And then, finally, finally, uh, Cad Bane shows up again, and it's just Bobby Feet and Cad Bane, and they're having their final face-off, and he's like, I'm not a little boy anymore. And Cad Bane's like, well, I'm faster than you were drawn to shoot, cowpoke. <laughs> and then they they do draw off, and Cad Bane wins. But Boba Fett's armour means that he doesn't actually die. He just gets sort of knocked over.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, Seems then, like a bit of an oversight. <laughs> on Cad Bane's part who he keep... knew for a
0: fact that he had this
1: he keeps shooting at him oh yeah the reason he's off the rancor is because when the <laughs> rancor went off went at Cad Bane uh, Cad Bane just sort of used used his flamethrower repeatedly every time it got close to frighten it a bit and then it sort of knocked Bobby off and went away <laughs>
0: Uh, that rancor had seen the shockwave mine thing happen later, and he's
1: like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. I've where this
0: is going." Yeah,
1: <laughs> um,
0: I don't want to be beamed
1: So yeah, they they Capains win in the fight, and Bobby's obviously obviously not going to be able to win with his uh, technology and all that. Mm. And you know what he fucking gets out? He gets Big his... Rock. No, he gets his. Uh, he gets his Tuscan Raider stick. You know the oh, stick. Excellent that they go rrr, 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 and wave about their head. They love shaking it, yeah. Yeah. Well, he had this whole vision quest thing to go and find a stick to turn into his gaffy stick. It was the whole thing. A lizard went yeah. into his nose. Um. Uh, so, yeah, he got that. And uh, yeah. so obviously it's a symbol of, like, this is where he learned that having a, a family is more important and you can't just be an evil dude, you... Yeah. It
0: Sometimes it turns out having a family is more important than shooting a gun really fast. Mm.
1: Yeah, and so it's a symbol for that growth he's had. And to be honest, I like it because it means that Temera Morrison gets to be super, super likeable. <laughs> but yeah, he, he wins with that and he fucking stabs Cad Bane right through his belly with the, the point you bit on it. After Cad Bane was like, you're a killer and you'll always be a killer... He's like, okay, stab. <laughs> Fair enough. Obviously, there is like a uh, when he walks away from Cad Bane's body, you can hear like a beeping and there's a red light. So maybe they're leaving it open that Cad Bane will survive that somehow. Hmm. Because like, of course, they are. They have to do that. Yeah. Um, we
0: don't know if we we've not been able between the fucking rank or coming back the. the Bigger droider, we're not the best at new threats. Mm. So we might need just a bigger Cad Bane who
1: can't roll in the next season. Uh, so it cuts to the um like the the base that the Pike syndicate is using and mm-hmm. all of all the heads of the crime families are there and the mayor of Moss Esper's there. And they're like, oh, we're just going to have to fuck off because this was supposed to be a safe place to... Oh, does Boba Fett kick down the door and say, tell the
0: mayor I'm here now, and then shoots him?
1: <laughs> no, it would have been good if Boba Fett had done it, but actually just Fennec Shand, because she's an uh, assassin, she goes in and just fucking executes everyone in that room in... <laughs> well, they, she mm. just shoots the uh, the heads of the crime families and the guards... Then she uses a grapple hook to fucking hang the mayor of Moss Asper, who is one of the uh he's one of the hammerhead fellas, by the way So uh, <laughs> so eminently he... lassuable. Mm. He gets he gets hanged and you see like his big alien funny elephant feet wiggling around in the air before he goes limp and then she just walks in and is like yeah you 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 fucked up mate when trying to do s- evil stuff like selling spice like in Dune because Star Wars has that too because they copied it from Dune uh and shoots him as well and then word it, for word i'm imagining this yeah um and then it cuts back to moss esper and the rancor's like oh, fucking wild he's just just jumping about, doing a King Kong, climbs the tower. Everyone mm-hmm. starts, uh, everyone starts shooting at him, being like, "Oh, the ankle's going wild. Let's shoot him!" And he's, and then Mandalorian shows up and he's like, "No, you're scaring him. I'll go calm him down." Does a fucking horrible job at trying to calm him down, almost dies. <laughs> and then Baby Yoda comes along and is like, does. Just mind communes and sends the rancor. Into... Yeah, sends the rancor and sleepy and then goes and cuddles up with it and falls asleep <laughs> and it's very cute. Excellent. Mm uh, yeah, so everything's all I guess resolved. Uh... That's incredible
0: Because I guess with it being a full-blown war It would have been difficult to engineer a situation Where, like, the heads of the crime families Didn't have to die at the end Mm. But, like, are they planning a season two? Because you did go ahead and just, like Have someone walk in
1: and kill every potential future antagonist at once There's a lot of other guys in space, I guess so but Bobby's That's... it's like the epilogue now. Bobby's walking around yeah. and he's like bowing to everyone. He's like, Oh, my arm hurts. I wish that we didn't have to bow with our right arm because my bloody arm hurts And Frank <laughs> Chan's like, Oh, you should have a nice little soak in the back to tank and he's like, Oh, but it's being used by someone Wink. Um Oh no. Yeah, and then uh he he gets given a fruit and uh, some he's like... <laughs> Oh, I love this Maeloran fruit I've been given he tosses it to Cassantin. he's like yeah I love this <laughs> or he goes Arr! and obviously you know he's saying I love this and then one yeah, of the mods fruit, is there yeah. and goes why does he get a melon even though it's called a run fruit so I don't know why they decided to use melon there <laughs> and then yeah it's all like great they're like chumming about and then it cuts to Mandalorian in his ship is is Naboo Starfighter and Baby Yoda's up there in his little baby seat? And he's like, "No, we won't do it again." And Baby Yoda's like smacking the glass, and then he's like, "Okay, fine." And then he does the the go really fast button from earlier, and Baby Yoda's like, "Yay! I love this. This is great." And then <laughs> it ends. It's great when we escape the police. Mm. And then it ends, and then the first bit of the credits happens, and he's going, Bob, 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 Fat." And uh, then halfway through the credits, it cuts, and you see the back to tank, and obviously it's Cobb Vanth, the cowboy man, you know, He's in there. Yeah. And then the the guy who did all the, the body mods on Fennec Shan to save her is there next to the back to tank, so you know he's going to get some cyborg bits, I guess. Yeah. And then that's the post the mid credit scene and that's it.
0: But nobody thought to save Fig and Dan.
1: Nope. <laughs> so, like the thing about this is this is definitely like, um of the things like of the T V side of Star Wars generally <laughs> it's been pretty much positively received every single time since that first Clone Wars movie that nobody really liked Mm. generally they've basically had hit after hit on everything they've tried for the TV this is the first time that it's had a super like mixed reaction some people really liked it and some people fucking hated it (laughs) and do you know what do you know where I fall on that camp I feel like you probably enjoyed
0: this on account of the fact you've spoken about it for roughly fifty minutes,
1: yeah, I fucking loved it. It's so it's shit in the way that I love Star Wars to be shit, <laughs> like it does every it throws all fucking convention out the window, doesn't do anything like you'd expect them to do it. There's just shit being thrown at the walls everywhere. There's a fucking Naboo starfighter goes round the, the canyon dune turn. Sir so Starfighter's starfighter is there for some reason. He says wizard. There's two episodes with Bobby Feet's belly in it. Tell the mayor I'm here now. Tell the
0: mayor I'm here now.
1: Oh, we're the antagonists. We're the, the new hut antagonists. Aren't we scary? Oh, sorry about that. Here's a dog. <laughs> um, and then... Oh, we're uh, all-out war. Figure and Dan got exploded. We're at war. There's 20 people on either side at any moment. For some reason, we're advancing the, the Baby Yoda plot in this series and Luke's there and I didn't like that episode but also I like the fucking gall of doing that and baby Yoda sends the Rancor to sleep and cuddles it and he's got his little R2-D2 baby seat and Bobby Feet gives a melon to a Wookiee and then the big reveal (laughs) is just that this cowboy who we definitely just would have assumed survived did survive wizard
0: what if it had got to the back to tank in the mid credits scene and it
1: was just both Gamorre (laughs) that would fell off the cliff And then the the mo- the body <laughs> mod guy just turns around and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make these into Gamorrean side boxes. It's gonna be great." And then yeah,
0: he turns to the camera and he says, "I'm taking over the syndicates for you." And then Darth Maul's <laughs> there and he turns on both sides of the lightsaber so to prove that it's him.
1: <laughs> I'm listening to the song now just to like get the actual end of series. Fat Boba Fett. Dum 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 dum. I skip to the. I want it's to. Like... Dum, oh. dum
0: dum dum dum, dum. It's Paris. like they forgot the words, but the only words are Boba Fett. Boba boba boba, 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 boba Fett. Boba Boba, 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 Fett. Boba Fett Boba Fett Boba Fett's in this
1: one <laughs> Oh oh man I fucking and like I keep saying like uh video essays like this is the worst Star Wars thing, it's so mediocre and rubbish and all that I was like no, man. The no, man you that... just got a vibe with Star Wars. It's never good. You just trick yourself into thinking it's good. You've got to accept that it's bad, but in, like, the best possible way. Mm Hmm. Just fucked up in... You've just got a fucking vibe with it, man. Sometimes it will be genuinely good, but that's, like, an extra treat. You've just got to get your enjoyment from the fact that it's just funny aliens wandering about the place. Well, for some reason... Like, a Senate intrigues are happening there's trade negotiations but also (laughs) the silly alien goes oh good we brought that back oh no that's not in this i was just like trying to explain why star wars is good oh okay that would god there's no trade negotiations (laughs) in this one sadly but yeah what i'm trying to explain is like that's the thing. Is like you got a fucking with Star Wars.
0: It's like it's like fuck. It's like fast food. Mm. Like you know that you're eating asbestos. Yeah. But you, you, if you make peace with that, you can have a good time with it.
1: It's just like this was so much that. It was the most Star Warsy feeling Star Wars thing. Like there's a there's a bit. Yeah, I didn't even talk about when he's getting his his ship back mm-hmm. he sneaks in through the kitchens and there's a there's a well, for one thing, there's a, a droid that's cooking that um a little alien comes out of the soup he's cooking and he bonks it on the head and it falls <laughs> back in. And he bonks it with his ladle. And then there's another alien a, another droid behind that. Who's got, who's like chopping things up with his knives. Mm-hmm. And when Bobby Feet walks in, takes out the first droid, do you know what he fucking does? This is a four armed guy with four knives, yeah? Yeah. Can you guess what he does?
0: Does he bonk him with the ladle and he falls in the
1: soup? He's a four armed guy with four sharp weapons. He's a droid. He's.
0: To see, take all the knives from him and decide I'm General Grievous now. He
1: General Grievous he does the spinny. He starts w- walking towards them, spinning the knives like General Grievous spins his lightsabers, but because they're just knives, Bobby Feet shoots him. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought the knife guy and the. the-
0: Guy with forearms with two different. Oh able. no,
1: the the ladle guy and then the forearm knife guy. Those were the two guys in there.
0: Okay, I thought the ladle guy was staring down the forearm knife guy in some sort of like comic relief aside
1: scene. Oh no, they were just both in there, and then Bobby Feet walks in and uh, she kills the ladle guy, and then knife guy comes at him like. Why did you have to
0: kill the ladle guy? He was just bonking the soup. <laughs>
1: And then there's like one one other little droid who um who's like going to go and dob him in. So he they chase this tiny little droid round the kitchen for ages, and it's an extended sequence, it's an extended comedic <laughs> sequence of these two bounty hunters chasing a little droid around a kitchen. He finally catches him, and mm-hmm. he picks picks him up by his neck, and he's like, "You will tell me where my ship is, or something." I think he knows where his ship is. He asks him something, and then the little droid just pushes his own off button. God, and then, It's kind of dark. Yeah, and then Bobby Pete's like, oh, st- st- stupid droid. And then put them in the fucking bin. <laughs> There's a bin next to it, <laughs> and he just sort of drops him in the bin. <laughs> Didn't
0: think maybe, I mean, I can just turn him back on.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's so good. Like, every single stupid thing they could do with Star Wars. They do. They do everything. Everything is so, like, done in the weirdest way possible. And I fucking love it. <laughs> uh. So that's my, um... That's my... Uh, Bobby Feet Uh... Fan cast recap. Um... I'm afraid
0: of the Deflector Shield.
1: Bobby Feet's funny book. Maybe you should like insert a little thing of Deep Jasper saying, don't listen past this point if you don't want spoilers for Bobby Feet's funny book. Or something. Here's the thing. Yeah? I want to upset people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is on you, because I did suggest it. So, listener, don't blame me. Listener
0: listener Dubba w Boba Fett fat i don't know how you could care
1: fat do do fat it's so it's just
0: like My... i guess i guess i'm just wondering like who's managed to avoid all of the spoilers on twitter up to this yeah. point and then stumble across us <laughs>
1: Uh, so the thing the thing is like I know on like a technical level that something like The Witcher series is better than it but like that series is just so it's just competent it's fine you watch it and it's fine and technically it's probably better but when i watch Bobby Feet it's a train wreck but it's just it's engrossed me so much more, like I have no no feeling like I should come on air and talk about some of the other stuff I've seen. Mm. But when it's stuff like this I'm like I've got a I've gotta tell Josh about the funny song where they go FUT! like it's it's this thing of
0: like a good series or a good film you will watch once and be like, that's good. Mm. I'm glad I've seen it. A good, bad series or a film, you will watch over and over and over again and probably have like more to say about it. Because there's like, weirdly, there's almost more to deconstruct.
1: Mm. like You can see like, like, uh, one film that I will say is unassailably good that I do watch a lot is um, the film Your Name by Makoto Shinkai that is a Mm -hmm. good film that I watch a lot and I have a lot of stuff to say about it but like it has to be transcendentally good for me to have that whereas something just has to be interesting and weird for me to want to go on a rant like I've done today (laughs)
0: I feel like it it almost like like if it's interesting and discussable for weird reasons it almost like cuts through this kind of impulse you have to be academic about it. Mm. Cuz you can just sort of fucking talk. Yeah. You know you know it it's it's all media at the end of the day like the the conversation's going to be as meaningful or not but you but you get to go bobo blah blah
1: yeah. Honestly, the series just needed Jar Jar to show off in it and then it would have been perfect. <laughs> I have Jar Jar instead of Luke and then, yeah, you got me. Oh my God. <laughs> Doing, ex- like, solving, forming exactly the same narrative purpose. Mm. For some reason, he's the one who's hanging out with Baby Yoda instead of...
0: And somehow has actual Yoda's lightsaber. Mm. What
1: do you, what happened to Jar Jar? So, that's actually explained in... Because, like, I
0: was thinking, he's the poor fuck who, like, led the call to give emergency powers to Chancellor Palpatine to set the Clone Wars in motion. Like, he was sort of, like, manipulated into doing that. Like, the fallout from that must have been interesting.
1: Yeah. So in the uh, aftermath series by um, God, what's his name? The guy who's an, an annoying liberal on Twitter, but I do like his Star Wars books. Oh, there's there's so many. I can't think of it right now, but he's he's not of, important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's also. It's the interludes of the Aftermath trilogy where Cobb Vanth was originally introduced. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just a point of interest. That's not relevant to the discussion. But one of the interludes is about um, Naboo uh, like, in the the moments after, like, the parade bit you see at the end of Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Yeah. And, like, Everyone's partying, but they've also started getting in refugees and stuff from across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And the one person, because everyone on Naboo's all, like, rich and snobby about it. But there's yeah. there's one, one Gungan who no one will talk to because they blame him for everything that happened. And he's just homeless in the street, but what he is doing is he's taking the time to, uh, entertain these refugee children. That's oh, fucking Jar Jar.
0: Oh. Yeah. That's, that's kind of bleak. Yeah. Basically, undoes this whole fucking like, you know, he got fucked off out of the Gungan city because he was clumsy and kept causing Havoc. comical mishaps. Mm. And now he's caused like the catas like the final comical mishap mm. that has like basically begun fascism on a galactic scale I guess I'm glad that it's at least only happening to the individual because my other thought as I was saying it was like this culture has like people have only just started respecting them and taking them seriously on the political stage mm. And their and their senator did a, did an accidental Chuck Wendig, Hitler.
1: That's it. It's Chuck Wendig, that's the guy. Ah, uh, Chuck. He's fucking annoying on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But also, I do like I do like his Star Wars books a bit. There's a, a it would be different if like he was like a fascist, you know. But he's just a yeah. bit of an annoying leper on Twitter. So like you know. Um. But yeah, in any case, yes. Uh in uh it's a there's a book about Princess Leia uh like when she's a New Republic senator and trying to start the first, the resistance and that for the films. Mhm. <laughs> uh by the author Claudia Gray, who is really good. Um and there is like a Gungan senator in that. So it seems like the Gungans are fine. <laughs> yeah, they they ran damage control. There was an
0: understanding that, like, Jar Jar was none for this. Why did we make him a senator? He was friends with Anakin, mm. who was friends with Padme. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he got... But, like, that's, that's just so fucking sad to me, because, like, he he brought the Gungans and the Naboo together, was made Bombard General. Like, he'd fucking... He redeemed himself for a lifetime of fuck-ups. And now he's just sort of had that taken away. Yeah. And that's kind of... way deeper than you'd expect for fucking Jar Jar Binks.
1: Yeah. Especially considering all of his Clone Wars episodes were, like, they were all very strange. Like, they kept giving him, basically, like, new powers and things. He kept having, like... (laughs) He can... He's, like, super good with animals. Like, he will share an understanding with any animal he meets. And, like, they'll just vibe together. Things like that. They just kept introducing these things. And, like, Hmm. he kept saving the day. He had an adventure with Mace Windu where he had a seahorse girlfriend for a bit. Um <laughs> at one point, uh Boss Nas was replaced by a guy who looked a lot like Jar, Jar so and when that guy uh was like being targeted, Jar Jar ended up being like his body double to try and find out what was happening. That's the episode where Captain Tarpaul actually uh, sacrifices himself and dies to capture General Grievous, but because Anakin's such a horny fuckboy, he uh, goes and gets himself captured because he gets easily tricked into thinking that they had Padme.
0: Oh, And then they
1: have to trade General Grievous for Anakin.
0: Fucking Anakin. Like, I've... I just... It just made me remember, like, watching fucking... Attack of the Clones again recently like, I know it's the point, (laughs) I know he's that guy, he's literally groomed by Space Hitler
2: Mm.
0: in the third film, but like I just watched the way he fucking acts and talks through that whole thing, and I was just thinking the whole time, this guy's Twitter would be fucking rank (laughs) (laughs) fucking rancid like it just hits a little too close to that like that shit shit film
1: really apt commentary (laughs) that's the thing about George Lucas is that I think he actually was he is pretty good at uh, observing things and making uh, generally good political observations and satire but also he's just a fucking weirdo who will, like, have a... Oh, this is a... Clum Glumbo. He's the funny alien who loves to n- knit his hands together or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's specifically is so funny. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I mean that film has a giant four-armed lizard alien with a funny mustache called Dexter Jetster.
0: Dexter fucking Jetster.
1: And I always thought that he was supposed to actually be like part of the uh the conspiracy when I watched it as a kid because of the way he he goes how deep your pocketbook is.
0: <laughs> He's very like sort of i mean i guess like that's why you want him as a contact cuz mm. he'd know things
1: yeah what do you know
0: <laughs> please identify this really weirdly shaped dart that i can't imagine is particularly aerodynamic
1: mm. Oh, God. So, yeah. So that's, again, another episode of my Star Wars thoughts. I played my first game of Warhammer Age of Sigmar yesterday.
0: Excellent. If we're moving on from the Star Wars stuff, I would just like to say, in in closing, that in Attack of the Clones, Anakin and Padme eat a pear with a knife and fork. Please continue.
1: Oh, actually, yeah, that reminds me. I was midway through a thought, and then we went on a tangent, and it's just like... Jar went on all of these uh, misadventures and continually proved that he was actually kind of competent and like even if he often fell into stuff he he always tried to do the right thing yeah. so that, that just adds a level of like oh, fucking hell to the fact that he got made into a uh, he ended up as a old homeless pariah who no one would talk to Fuck, man. So yeah, I played my first game of Age of Sigmar. (laughs) Hurrah, hurrah. I brought along my clan Moulder, Skaven. I had uh, 600 points of them, and my opponent had 600 points of Cruel Boys Oryx. And I deleted them somehow. I did not lose a single model on my side. (sighs) I
0: rinsed as cruel boys. Yeah. Uh
1: the first first combat, my helper at abomination attacks there's uh, killer vos on Nash too, if you remember that guy. Mm-hmm. The big funny dog fella. Funny uh, doggy. First two first two of the three attacks got him down to one health and then the final attack is like the whole point of it is that the more models it's facing, the more likely it is to do damage, because you roll dice depending on how many models you're facing. So when you're against one model like that, it's unlikely you're going to do Really it anyway. inefficient, yeah. Yeah, especially since it only does one damage. I fucking got it. That single, single <laughs> damage on him, which was all it needed. <laughs> That's the first... You bonked him down. You bonked him right down. mm mm-hmm. Uh, He tried to come up here with all of his fellas and failed spectacularly at that. I, uh, The only... Only two of my five units ended up in battle at all. And it was the Hellpit Abomination and some Rat Ogres. One of the Rat Ogres out of the two couldn't even get in because he was too far away. So it was a single <laughs> Rat Ogre and a Hellpit Abomination. Completely destroyed his entire... Oh There was only his uh like artillery thing. You remember the? I don't know if I showed you it. The kill bow thing, the the giant unwieldy crossbow that was yeah. held. Yeah. That he shot it into my helipet. First shot did nothing. Second shot did a fair amount of damage. Uh, the helipet abomination has a uh, healing ability. If you, and so I healed up partly i got the perfect rolls to heal as much as i could charged in and took out that as well and despite the fact that i was supposed to be like my entire objective was just to survive and not get killed Hmm. considering i started the game with only two of my models on the the board and the rest came in after the whole point was just the models that started don't die yeah. Uh, and instead, I won by completely deleting the entire opposing army.
0: You've successfully conducted war.
1: Yeah. So, that was good. I was supposed to have my first game uh, Thursday last week instead of Thursday this week. But, Mirat bit directly through me lip.
0: Yeah, your rat really did a fucking
1: number on you. Yeah, it was. It's actually almost fully healed now. I'm really surprised. Like it's barely a thing now. Even though uh, it's there
0: only... you go. You've yeah, you got fast acting lip healage.
1: Yeah, but the stitches probably help, considering I had to go to fucking A and E. But yeah. yeah, it's um, it's my own fault really. I give them treats through the side of their cage sometimes, and also I sometimes go up to it and like go, "Mum, mum, mum, I love you, mom, mum, mum, you know. Yeah. And this time he thought, oh, this treat for me. I've been given treat to bite. And it is
0: strange that it, it is your face, mm, but who am I to question your human customs?
1: bit directly through. I was very shocked when the blood started pouring on him. Oh no. Uh, then I was just, there was blood everywhere. We had to clean that up because I was just squirting it all about the place. Oh, yikes. I put on, like, butterfly stitches, which aren't a thing I'd ever heard of, which held it together until I uh, was using a schmooze uh, coconut vegan ice lolly. Thing like it's like like one of those ones where you get them juicy and you put them in and they freeze, so it's like fine that it melted, but it did yeah. like the the moisture on the outside did ruin the butterfly stitches, and so I started bleeding a bunch again. So we had to deal with that. Oh no, we had to hide it in a sock eventually, and I went to a and e um... what the wait the blood? <laughs> no, we had to hide the 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 ice lolly in a sock so that it wouldn't okay. moisturize me. <laughs> okay, went that to, makes more sense Went to a and uh Turned out that the person I was Given to do it was a trainee He was like Oh, we'll probably have to send you to Oxford Tonight and you'll have to go there on your own I was like, what? I, c- I can't <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, it's 6 o'clock At night I'm bleeding out of my face I don't have a car I can't go to Oxford Hospital And then just had to basically sit around while well, he called a bunch of places and they all told him, oh yeah we can't do stitches right now. And apparently the Basinger Hospital doesn't do stitches after five o'clock usually. Uh, it's an A&E department. Yeah, yeah, and eventually he found someone in the hospital who could oversee him doing the stitches, so he like, he could do it. <laughs> and like mm. the, that, the person he found was this, um, really weird, dismissive, older white woman who was the only person who continually misgendered me throughout my experience. Of course. Yes. Um, Then, yeah, it got stitched up. I got given a tetanus jab, which is pretty good because apparently they're really difficult to get. So, that's nice. Got Mm. a tetanus booster for free. Uh, Got given some antibiotics and sent on my way. Got... I was waiting for the taxi to go home, which it turned out that I had the same guy picked me up both times for the taxi, which is um, Mm -hmm. unlikely, but it happened. But while I was waiting for the taxi, I was like, okay, I'm going to go find the coffee machine and get a coffee. But instead, the calisthenics chaplain stopped me to give me a chocolate. And I talked to the calisthenics chaplain for a long time. Hmm. He was, just, he, was, he was the chaplain. It was just the chaplain man who who happened to just be the only person in the reception area for Basingstoke Hospital at the time just standing there with a box of chocolates next to him to hand out to anyone who goes past whilst doing calisthenics on his own. <laughs> and then we just talked about animals until my taxi arrived so I didn't get coffee but I did get a mini whisper bath.
0: What a bizarre interaction. Mm. That's the kind of, like, objectively harmless interaction that feels like an assault. Mm. I'd be petrified.
1: Yeah, I was, but it ended up being a rather nice conversation. It was just very strange. Why was he there? What was he doing? Why did he decide to do calisthenics? in the very empty reception area for basins at hospital. What are, your, what are your intentions, liminal man? This was at like 8 o'clock at night. <sighs> so yeah, that was my last Thursday. Eventful. Yeah. So in the past week I had that. The next day I had to take off so that my stitches wouldn't break open so I had to work the Sunday, which meant I work in a shift that I don't usually work. So Sunday then Monday I worked. Tuesday we had someone in to fit a shower to our bath. So that was the whole thing. Wednesday morning we had people come in and replace every window in our house. I was on my bed while the guy was in replacing the windows. And he didn't know I was there. And I was really hoping he'd finish in my room before I had to leave for work. But I couldn't wait any longer. So I had to climb down awkwardly and surprise him and he was like oh I didn't know you were there and I was like yeah I was just sleeping I guess Um, that's the second story of somebody
0: having a window replaced near them as they were in bed that I've heard this week that's good what is going on at the glass house
1: (laughs) we were promised that the windows would get fixed October 2020. That's when we were told they'd get replaced. Because they've been absolute nightmares. Mm. Like some of them didn't uh, move. So in winter they were open when you didn't want them to be in. In summer they were way too not open enough. For summer. Mm. And stuff. And I moved my entire bedroom round. To allow access to all the windows. And then it took them over a year. So my room is in the worst possible arrangement, and it has been for way too long. And I can't... I can't even move it back yet, because they ran out of glass. So one of the windows in here, <coughs> and all the windows in the bathroom, have just got, like, a a plain sheet of material in them. So I can't move anything round, no, because it would block that again.
0: Alady. Yeah. The phraseology ran out of glass. Yes. The way. Like, for that to be the reason this has happened implies that they were, like, blowing the glass directly into the window. Like just spinning the window like fucking spider silk, like they didn't just have a window built and then installed it.
2: (laughs) They ran out of sand.
1: sand. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking silly, them! They thought we were living in a desert, but it turns out it's Basin Stoke instead.
0: Because like the alternative is that they they turned up like
1: yeah uh, we ran out of glass
0: we're just gonna install what we've done. (laughs) (laughs) Like the image I'm imagining is that they put in half a window somewhere and it's
1: probably not that. No, it's um just some of the panes just have like a blank bit of material in, including all the ones in the bathroom, so the bathroom is just like, it's night time in there all day. So they didn't like let,
0: they didn't think maybe let's for now leave in the ones that are already there. Yeah, no,
1: they just took um, them out and replaced them with nothing. Are they getting I, paid I by even... the
0: frame by any chance? I don't know how these things work.
1: I don't know. Um... But I never even considered that option, so like it's, I guess I'm also not smart. And then obviously, uh, the day after the window incident was the day that I had my Warhammer game, and then today I worked and it was fucking long. And then as soon as I got home, we started this bullshit. So that's been. That's that's why my energy is like it is. I guess. That's how we ended up here. This wasn't even supposed to be a particularly long one. Again. It's no, I'm it's... I'm kind
0: of amazed.
1: Yeah, I ju- I didn't think I'd talk about Bobby Feet for so long. It just was just. Ugh. It's just Bobby Feet time. It's it Bob t- Bob you, you can't,
0: you can't stop him. Tell the mayor he's here now.
1: Tell the mayor I'm here now. Wizard. Remember everyone.
0: Remember everyone. What rank are the battle droids with yellow on them?
1: They're like the the commander ones. Okay,
0: because that's the one that I had that was the big Lego one, and I never got the chance to bring
1: that up. Okay, yeah, they're they're like commanders. They're like the captain ones of them.
0: Okay, good. I had a big foldable captain.
1: I'm still recording, so like. So am is... I. Okay, <laughs> that's
0: good. This is in. This this is yeah. This, this is, is going this in. is wizard. God, I'm I'm just so fucking relieved about Max Rebo still.